Hello, citizens. Welcome to episode 17 of the Loyalty Wonderland podcast. I am your host and solo reviewer, Phoenix West. Today's episode uh, was the house at the end of the street. Or just house at the end of the street. No, no, the, to start that off for some reason. Um, I want to I wanna change the titles to house at the end, literally, of the street. So then the abbreviation is H-A-T-E-L-O-T-S, and it's Hate Lots, because I fucking hate this movie lots. Um, let's, where do I begin with this? This is going to be a short episode, just to let you know, it's just me. Um, um, I was feeling ill, had the, couldn't have everybody in the room at the studio at once, I don't know, there was a lot going on. Uh, it, was, it was weird, definitely. Uh, but but we're here, here I am, recording this. For this shit movie, um, House at the End of the Street came out in 2012, directed by Mark Tondere, who has done a, not a goddamn thing since. He's he did a movie called Hush, apparently, which directed a video. It looks terrible, and then he did uh, looks it looks like nothing. It looks like not a goddamn thing. Some TV movie. That's it. Um, this movie stars Jennifer Lawrence, and then all. Uh, who plays this teenager who moved to this town with her mom, who's not played by Parker Posey, who's not played by Jennifer Jason Lee, or and it's also not Ellie Sheedy. It's Elizabeth Shue, the other the other one of those people. One of those another eighties actress that is back. And she looks she looks fine in this movie. She's doing well. She's doing alright. Doing alright. Um it's just I don't know, this movie fucking drove me nuts. They they moved to this t- this like cabin in the woods basically but it's like a nice cabin they move to this little town it's kind of secluded and then it's always the they move from chicago and, and surprise surprise in this movie they move from chicago no chicago accents there's nothing they just uh they show up and it's this it's the this is how every horror movie starts off they move from the big city to the small creepy house and then oh there's always the weird neighbors and this and and this one felt like they didn't want to do it it's like, we want to do that premise, but not all the way. I feel like we're going to move to this new neighborhood. And then maybe someone will be weird, but really they're just kind of assholes. Like, everyone in the neighborhood is an asshole. Because there's this creepy house that they can see through the woods. Um, and the basically the movie starts off with the explanation there. It's this girl with these blue eyes, these crazy blue eyes. And then this parent, these parents are in bed, and they hear her thumping around. She's out in the hallway, and then they go out there, and then they get their fucking asses killed. And then it cuts to late, like four years later or something like that. And then this is when Jennifer Lawrence and Elizabeth Shue move to this town, and then they see this house, and then the lights flicker at night, and they're like, this is how, they just don't care. They're, she's not scared. Elizabeth Shue sees the, she thinks the house is abandoned for f- four years or whatever. So she sees the light goes on, and is like, oh, all right, there's a light on here. Nothing. The music's blaring like fucking crazy, like oh, da, 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 so dramatic, and she's just kind of staring at it, like yeah, fuck it. And then later on, she's just talking to the real estate agent, like hey, what's going on with that house? And he's like, hey, you paid, you paid it, you made a, you have a contract. She's like, I'm just asking about the light, and he's like, oh yeah, he's the brother still lives there. He he wasn't there at the, at the time of the murders, but and then all the neighbors are kind of just cunts to this kid. They don't, they're assholes about him. They're like, oh, he's weird and. He's secluded, and he's just fucking weird. And then one of the kids is like, she's still alive. The sister's still alive. They they say she 
they never found her body or something like that, but she still lives out in the woods. Like, that's why people's food keeps getting stolen out of their fridge and blah, blah, blah. And it's just a lot of horror movie tropes where they kind of hint. And this one didn't really hint at anything other than, oh, she's still alive. It would be hinting if Jennifer Lawrence cared at all. I felt like this is the second introduction for me to her, and I couldn't care less about her at this point. I I didn't like her in X-Men. I thought she just wasn't showing up. And then I saw this, and I'm like, oh, she's fucking terrible. And then I the next movie I saw her in was uh, fucking The Hunger Games, and I was like, wow, she's just bad all around. She's trying in this one, in The Hunger Games, but... Then I saw her in, like, you know, Silver Lines Playbook and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, she actually can act. But, so that's good. She, but in this, she, just, she didn't show up. She wasn't ready to commit, I guess. So, she shows, let's see. She keeps going, she meets that guy at a party. She goes to a party and then, f- fuck, who cares? And then she's walking home in the rain and then this guy pulls up and he ends up being that kid that, Lives in that house by himself, blah, blah, blah. His name was, let's see, Ryan. And then his sister, Carrie Ann, was the one that killed their parents. That's going to come in a lot. Um, but yeah, he's, he takes her home. She tells her mom about it. And it's a lot of, and she's calling her mom like a whore and a druggie. And that's fucking stupid. There's a lot of tension there that they don't explore or they don't even explain it. I guess she wasn't around, and then now she is. And that's the explanation you get. She used to be a junkie whore and is a teenager or something like that. <laughs> a druggy whore and a junkie. I don't think she was sucking off dudes and alleys for money. But but yeah, it's it's a lot of stupid backstory that they don't explain, and they don't even like go into anything. It's It's like bringing something up. It's like if you want to pick an argument and then you decide not to, and you just kind of go, I don't want to talk about it. Just let's just not do this. It's like why do you even bring it up then if you're not going to tell us all the way? Like just don't bring it up then. Um, they could have taken care of a lot of shit with just one line of dialogue. Um, but then it would have been a little expositiony still, but just, I didn't try. They they this my my biggest problem with this movie was it has no pulse. It has like no sense of urgency. When shit's going down later on, it's they don't really care. It's kind of wandering through seeing the scene as chaos happens. It's just kind of wandering. Um, let me first say I don't actually hate this movie. I hate because they had an awesome twist that I actually liked. And they did it so poorly in this bland piece of shit movie that it went to waste. And that's what makes me hate it. I keep saying I don't hate it and I hate it at the same time. That's why I... If I hate it, it's because they wasted it. It was a wasted opportunity on a good twist, and they fucking blew it. But, I don't know, it was, eh, just eh, all over. Eh, the movie. Eh, they didn't care. They weren't, they weren't there. So, Ryan, she starts hanging out with him more and more throughout the movie. I won't, I'll spare you the details, because it's fucking boring. Um, starts hanging out with him more and more. He's, he, they start to basically borderline fucked the clothes on the couch and at this point it's already been revealed that Carrie Ann is in the basement and he's keeping her alive and she's freaking out and she has little freak outs and tries to attack him and it's kind of cool 
It's like, oh, that's he's like a f- full-fledged basement dungeon where he keeps a woman. And normally that's a very different story. He's keeping his sister there. Um, I've had full-fledged dungeon basements, and the neighbors do tend to talk like talk about you like that. Yeah. But you know what? The neighbors end up down there. Sometimes neighbors go missing, you know. I don't know. I don't know shit. When they talk to me, it's like Wolf of Wall Street. I do not recall. Um, but this was kind of cool. I liked that they had it. I didn't like the casting of this fucking Max Thorell kid as Ryan. He was, just, he was the movie incarnate. He was he was the most bland thing I've ever seen in my life. He couldn't raise his octave of his voice. He couldn't. It's like he had a decibel limit. And it was like, if he went above that decimal, his head would explode. Because he, talk, he talks like this. It's like, yes, this is mom. When they have dinner earlier, he's like, yes, sir, yes, yes, that's fine. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, bye. I have to go now. I'm very upset. I have to leave. Please, I have to leave. It's like, dude, fuck, commit. Commit a little bit. Just get a little upset. And I, it just bothered me because he never once raised his voice or even, like, emoted in his face. He had... Kirsten Stewart dead dead eyes. We're uh, just, uh, he would have made a great Jacob or Edward. He he should have been in those. But in this, I wanted him to emote more because this fucking craziness of his sister in the basement. Anyway, go back to where we were. Jennifer Lawrence is they're fucking on the couch almost. They're like dry humping through the clothes, and then all of a sudden he hears he sees her go run by in the background. After he already said leave her alone to Carrie Ann, he's like telling his sister like she's in town. There's a new girl here called Alyssa. Just leave her alone. Don't touch her. But then they're making out, and he sees her run by. And he's like, oh, I got to go. got to go, Alyssa. Bye, bye. Kicks her out. He's acting weird. She's suspicious. She's suspicious in one of those horror movie trope ways where I want to get to the bottom of this. And like, in reality, you'd be like, that guy's a fucking asshole. I don't want to talk to him anymore. End of story. End of that guy. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of wandering after this. Because Elizabeth Shue's a nurse. She starts talking to this cop, uh, Gil Bellows, who's Tommy from Shawshank. That's all I'll ever know him as. I'm sure he's been in other shit. He's Tommy. And I remember when I... Uh, me and Bree first watched this when it came out on Netflix. And we were just, like, watching it. I was like, oh, this is terrible. And I was like, that fucking guy. I know who that guy is. I know. I can't place it. Because he looks a lot older. And it's almost 20 years after that movie. After Shawshank. I was like, that's fucking, that's fucking Tommy. And then he gets straight up fucking killed later. And I was like, oh, he's out of the movie. Now the one thing I got going for me in this movie is gone. And me and Bree hated this movie when we watched it. And we both, we watched it again for this. And we both kind of like, eh, it wasn't, wasn't as bad the second time around. And that kind of upsets me because I was hoping this would be like an anger-filled podcast. But it, it was just kind of, eh. It went from anger to anger, huh? Oh, okay, fuck. I don't care. It's just... I feel like the makers of this movie just don't care. Um, I should point out that uh, Nolan Gerard Funk plays Tyler in this movie, who's like one of the neighbors. And he's, he's in this movie called The Canyons with Lindsay Lohan. And he flat out jerks off on camera for like a minute in that movie. And it's real fucked up to see him in this. I'm like, oh, that's that fucking guy. Like I've seen him, I've seen him jerk himself off. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. It's, it's a bizarre thing to see that. This is weird. It's not something I want to see in a movie again. <laughs> It'd be like if you saw Kevin Spacey 
just jerk off for a full full minute, like full like you see him do it in that movie, and it's like you can I can look Kevin Spacey, I can watch him like Kevin Spacey movie again. Anyway, there's that kid who's probably doing fucking nothing nowadays. Um, that's where are we with the plot? Where I'm all over the place. This is why we like to have more than one person because it's kind of easier to keep the conversation moving by yourself. It's kind of uh, I'm adrift at sea here. I got minimal notes and I'm already done with them. Um, we got Elizabeth Shue is talking with uh, Weaver, Detective or Sergeant Weaver, whatever the fuck he is, the cop, generic cop Weaver. Um, she's suspicious, and there's like this big thing where Jennifer Lawrence is supposed to be it. She's forwarding all her calls at home to her cell phone so she can sneak over to Ryan's. Which she does. All this shit's going crazy. Um, actually, I suppose I should say this before, before that. Carrie Ann escapes. And she's about to do some crazy shit. And then fucking Ryan grabs her from behind, like holds her mouth shut, and like snaps her fucking neck. And this is like a little over halfway through the movie. And I was like, oh my god. Like the first time I saw this, I was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck's the movie about now? It's like, oh my god. Like, that was crazy. And then later on, he's at the bar. He's talking to this girl in this uh, Penn State outfit or sweatshirt. And uh, he's just talking to her. And then later on, you don't really see what happened there. But later on, uh, Jennifer Lawrence finds out about Carrie Ann, goes down to the basement. Um, Carrie Ann escapes and then uh, Ryan goes and chases her down and shit and she looks over and she sees the Penn State sweatshirt on the chair and that's kind of I don't think that's when you find out but that's kind of a major clue they might have said at this point I don't remember um, that Carrie Ann is kind of this, this shape-shifting person who if he kills a girl he just takes another one and makes her Carrie Ann Gives her like these contact lenses, these blue contact lenses, like Carrie Ann had, and then keeps her in the basement. And he drugs her. That's why she's attacking them. And he can. He earlier he explained to Alyssa, Ryan did that he, he. It's kind of his fault that Carrie Ann's all fucked up because she has brain damage, because they were swinging and she went too far and he reached for her and she fell and hit her head on a rock. And so like after that day, and their parents were junkies, like shooting up. They were shooting up when this happened. And uh, like after that day, Carrie Ann started like attacking everyone, and she was never the same. And we had the, and then I went and lived, lived with uh, my aunt and uncle or something like that. My aunt, I don't forget what it was. And then, uh, yeah, then you've. So then later, excuse me, I'm one other place. Um, so later when he's telling, so you kind of re- realize that Carrie Ann is d- dead at that point. The real Carrie Ann died on that swing set. He kind of reveals that to Alyssa, who he he killed that other girl, the Penn State girl, and then he put Jennifer Lawrence in the basement. He's gonna make her into the new Carrie Ann. He says, "I can't, I can't have both of you. I can't have Alyssa and a Carrie Ann." And, uh. and then uh, I I emoted too much there for what Ryan does. I can't have Alyssa and Carrie Ann. I just can't. That's probably it. Um, there's like this really chaotic scene where Jennifer Lawrence is in that room. Her phone's upstairs. The sheriff shows up and he's kind of seems like he's in on it, but not really. He's like, I put up with a lot of stuff from you, but I don't want to do this. He goes in the house cause he hears, he calls Alyssa's phone and then he hears it in the house and he goes in there and then Ryan kills the sheriff 
And then um, the mom's on her way because she called and she realized it was forwarding because she didn't listen didn't pick up the phone so it went to her voicemail she realized she wasn't actually at home figured she was at ryan's the cop wasn't answering his phone she went to elizabeth shoes starts to go into uh, ryan's house she gets there uh, blah blah jennifer lawrence already escaped the room um she and this weird standoff and then he gets throws she gets thrown in the trunk of the car i'm skipping all over the place because it's fucking chaos and then she gets out and in the meantime elizabeth shoe showed up and then she gets She's like, he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I don't, Lisa's not here, I don't really know, I don't really know, she's not here, I don't know what to tell you, and then she hears Alyssa screaming from the other room, she goes in there, she, she kind of finds out where she is, and then she gets stabbed, and kicked her, like, he kicks her down the stairs, and that's when Jennifer Lawrence crosses through this vent thing, and then goes into the basement too, and there's a lot of light flickering, and gun, she has the sheriff's gun at this point, she finally found it. Then Ryan shows up, and well, well, it's just so stupid. It was so poorly done. Just, it's like you see it on a lot of horror movies, like the light flickers, and then it's mostly like a camera, and it's like, it's like a paranormal activity type of thing or something. Where it's like you see a minimal, and then the light flashes, and you see the room, but then it goes out quickly. I think they do it in the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, and but in this, it was like. She's trying to fix a flashlight, and she could not be... If she wasn't the loudest fucking person to do anything, he, he had no... I don't know why it took such a long time finding her. She's just like... What's the flashlight? And this is like... It happened the flashlight, like, fucking super loud, and she just could not be louder. And then it's just like you think something's going to pop out and scare you, and she's, like, holding the gun next to the flashlight, and it's like, oh, you know what she's going to do. And then, yeah, he just appears across the room and she shoots him i was like dude you're not even like trying and sure enough the fucking flashlight doesn't go out again i was like wow that's a what are the odds but he didn't even like try try to go after her like just go from behind and knock her ass out she is bigger than you but still you you get the element of surprise so that's what the darkness was he turned off the lights and then she just walks over after she shoots him and turns off the light then he kind of comes back alive and she shoots him again i think I wasn't, I wasn't really watching at that point. I didn't give a fuck. And then they walk upstairs, and then there's a whole thing with a tree. And then, oh, excuse me, it's the next day, or next, you know, something like that, later on. And then staring, she's staring at a tree that Ryan earlier showed it. There's a face on the tree, which there fucking isn't. And she's, like, talking to Elizabeth Shue. She's like, do you see anything on this tree? And she goes, no, it is a tree. She goes, good. I'm like, fuck you, movie. God damn it. But then they, they cut to uh, Max the Rose character, Ryan, who's apparently alive. I guess she didn't shoot him again. Whatever. He's alive in the psychiatrist's room. And then you see... He's just kind of looking down. He looks up and he has like a flashback where he never actually went with... Um, aunt and uncle, I guess you would say. Well, I guess I guess the theory would be... He was, they made him Carrie Ann. He kept being like, I'm not Carrie Ann, I'm Ryan. He's Carrie Ann. He's the one that killed them, I guess would be the way to go with this. And so he's replacing Carrie Ann with the other girls because of that. I guess he's the one that killed them. I guess that would make sense. I kind of realizing this right now. Because I didn't really put that much thought into it. I was like, fuck you. So that's the end of the movie. The movie's over. Good, good. I'm sorry if you had to watch this for this, but... It's, it's not a good movie. It was eh, just eh. 
the house uh, and the fucking title. Let's just say Wes Craven came up with a good title. No fuck. No. Last House on the Left is a good title. This is just there's so many movies nowadays that do that. There's like this and there's like House you know the alley and like the weird the house towards the end of the creek over the hill and under the under the bridge and it, to grandma to mother it's the grandmother's house. Like it's just fucking how far are we gonna go to make this title so it's kind of original at that point? It's just gonna get so specific. It's stupid. So, but this whole movie just felt like that. It felt like they tried to do movie cliches and then they went, no, let's not do that. But let's kind of do it. Let's do it half-assed and then let's just kind of go and eh, wander away from that scene. And then, but this is even like a bad movie. I'm trying to think like uh, Dead Silence. That's a bad movie with like weird puppets. It had a a vibe to it, like it had a its own atmosphere. It felt you felt something while watching it, or even that shitty Katie Holmes movie with those come play with us in the in the basement. I forget what it's called. Don't be afraid of the dark. I think it's called. Is that the Guillermo del Toro one? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I'm going off the top of my head here. Uh, that movie like it was terrible, but it had its own atmosphere. It felt like something. It felt like they were going for something. It had a vision, I guess would be a way to say it. This was like. Yeah, let's just uh, let's, let's just kind of walk over here. No, no, let's do this. Okay, let's just uh, let's just sit here. Oh yeah, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann, don't go. Carrie Ann, and he grabs her and he takes her, and then the scene scene is over. And then later on, you see Carrie Ann. It's like okay, like the scenes went nowhere. They're super short. That none of the characters seem to give a shit about anything or anyone else. It was the shoes, like the only one that's like seems like she's doing something and i this is weird because nobody else was really on board it was fucking weird and then the biggest problem like i said with this movie was that it had a good twist carry on carry on was dead the whole time he was replacing it with different girls that's fucking cool they could have done so much with that and they did eh, nothing they did nothing with it not a goddamn thing and it fucking pissed me off because they fucking wasted they wasted it I felt so, so angry that they just wasted it. And for that, that's why this movie is on this list. That's why this is the movie that made me want to do Lord of Wonderland. Because I watched it and I'm like, I want to discuss this movie. And I wish I did it the first time because I would have been much more angry. Because it's, and I kind of get over the anger over the time, I think. But uh, I was so fucking angry when I watched it. I'm like, oh, that could have been so good. If they just had atmosphere had a vision like a solid solitary vision instead of just it's like a watching what's a good focus horror movie it'd be like watching the shining with like vaseline and gum in your eyes it's like well let's go okay yeah is that uh, all right well let's kind of assemble it and, and then describe it to somebody by some kind of what you saw it's fucking stupid. It's, this is wasted. It's wasted everyone's time. This movie. And with that, um, I draw to a close episode seventeen. Uh, House at the end of the street. I almost said How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know why. That's a much better movie than Hate Lots or Hate Outs. I guess would be the proper. Um, so right now, I know this is a short episode. Uh, it's good and bad because it's just me. Um, so now we're going to go into, real quick, um, Patent Trolls with Adam Carolla. And then we're going to go 
into a very special, especially because I had to cut it from the Incredible Negative Man, our other show on the network. Um, it's going to be me and Brent Puccio, and it's it's going to be everyone during the Incredible Negative Man. So it's going to be that, and it's going to be... I had to delete it from the end of episode 10 of Incredible Negative Man, which is titled, I Replaced My Addictions with Threesomes, um, because it was too long, so I just cut it. It's just me and Brent fucking around, improvising, doing this ad. He's doing impressions, and then we kind of just go back and forth for way too long. It's about seven minutes, I think, but it should be fun. So now you guys get to hear it, so thanks, guys. And as always, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LAW Podcast, Facebook at Loitering Wonderland. That's the full name. And then um, check us all out individually. It's all on the website, loiteringwonderland.com. Donate and PayPal. We're going to get cameras eventually if we uh, ever get donations. So uh, thanks, guys, and check us out. See you guys next week. Goodbye, citizens. I'll see you at the house at the end of the street. The house full of wasted opportunities. And lazy, listful actors. Goodbye, citizens. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down, this show could be next. So visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo. Ten. What's ten? What's ten? ten. Uh, Spanish? Yes. Diaz. Diaz. It's one of those things I can't say. Diaz. 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 Like Diaz. Diaz. No, it's not Diaz. I know. Diaz. He said Diaz. 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 How many days? Ready? Diaz. Diaz. Hey, thanks for listening, guys out there, guys and gals. Later. Let's do a live read for once. Um, I thought we were leaving. We are. Oh. Let's do a live read while we're at it. Why live not? read of what? You want to do a live read? Say, uh, click on the. Say, uh, click on the. What's it called? PayPal button. Donate all the proceeds going back into the show. Microphones, cameras, that such. Just whatever you want. I, do it in your voice. I go. One minute silence before he does it, so I can edit it. Wow! Please uh, click on the PayPal button and uh, donate all proceeds to the Incredible Negative Men, so you can hear more of this awesomeness. You know you want to, yeah. Look at my watch. <laughs> the PayPal button's in your ass. <laughs> wow! Look at my watch. It's that time to donate. <laughs> Just let me uh, brush off this debt. It's not dirt. <laughs> oh. Talk about a shitty situation. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Host. And that's the end of episode 10. Thank you for the Carbon Lake Man. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Michael. I'm Mario. I'm Primonia. Brent Puccio. <sighs> it's usually. You're though. probably during a car accident. <laughs> Mathematically. <sighs> even with your seatbelt. Mathematically, You'll probably at least 5% hand, of you got Third hand car smoke. Accident. I won't even Or heart up. disease. Yeah. According to my statistics, five percent of you will die of third hand smoke. And ten percent of you will die of not having a genie. <laughs> it I only just... got you one wish if you're a greedy bastard. If you go in the past, you'll die. I'm pretty sure Christopher Walken like got you guys though. Christopher Walken. <laughs>
Wow, dude, they all lured, the talking. They, <laughs> they lured you into talking, that car accident. But, I mean, that's... He was like, wow. <laughs> Red lights. They, they mean <laughs> who, nothing. Who would have known? <laughs> Just go. You know you want to. Hello? You're going to kill me. <laughs> You're dangerous, Christopher. Jesus. Wow. Chris, come on. <laughs> Chris, what? are we on that basis now? Mr. Walken, wow. are you seriously advising us to drive through a red light? Uh... You wanna? My name I know is I want to. It just doesn't say there's a lot of cars. Is it just, just an option? Just ask your conscience. Just say. be like, "Hello, Christopher. Should I drive through this Do red light?" Do I have light? to call my conscience, Christopher? Because yeah. I'm not Christopher. All right, you say. could call it. Just be like Phoenix. Can Why I do call you sound Morgan like Christopher Freeman. Walken? He knows my name. This is kind of amazing. Oh, uh, listen, yeah. listen. To me. Third base. Here I come. <laughs> so we're on. I, you're on this level with me, but apparently we're not on this level with you. You can call me Phoenix, but I can't call you Christopher. What is this shit? Well, you can call me whatever you want me to. Hey. (laughs) Should I go through the red light and then donate in PayPal? That's all I'm asking. You should. Go all the way through. Don't stop. No matter what's coming at you from all directions. Just go. What if I don't have much money? I can't donate that much. Should I donate a little? We could donate fast food. (laughs) Big Macs. Can we not do that? Can we donate money? Anything else. I don't think now donate all your money. Right, Arnold, let Chris talk. Us. Wow, I'm sorry, Arnold. So rude, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold, calm the fuck down. Seriously, get in the corner. No, Arnold, <laughs> get in the chopper. How about that? Is that fine? You gonna get in the chopper if I ask you? Yes. All right, then go, Christopher. We're talking to you. Jesus. Okay. Wow. Okay. Arnold is such all an right. asshole. All right. That Who Arnold invited that guy. God, God damn, Christopher! Christopher, quit inviting Arnold. That guy's so such. Proud. He takes he over every conversation. Me. I yes. was like, "Wow, look at those biceps!" He just throws you. He pushes himself into the car and like, brings himself with you. It's so annoying. <laughs> Tell me about it. But we should totally go donate on the PayPal button, right? Indeed. Odeonwonderland.com. If, if you don't want to keep hearing Loitering this conversation, please go hit the goddamn donate, donate button. Where it won't end. <laughs> just hit it, or it won't stop. <laughs> please hit the three. <laughs> But hit it again. Right, hit Don't hit it and quit it. Just <laughs> hit, it. hit it. One more time. It's not that a fat girl. has been pressed one too many goddamn times. The button's like a hot I girl. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen the one with, uh, or what is it? The oh. movie with, um, what's her name, who gets back on people it. who <laughs> raped her? Is it the one? Precious. Are you talking no, about I spit on my grave? <laughs> no, precious. it's uh, the brave one. Brave, the brave that one. one. That's also. I'm gonna the brave one all wow. over you, Michael. You're gonna put a brave load all over Michael. Wow. Wow. I approve. Wow, According to my watch, it's time to brave Slow one. Slow motion. Let's instant replay. In a world where. <laughs> Seriously, get advertisers and then just have him do them for you. I mean, shit. I'm down. It's I not can... like I'm not trying to get advertisers. You tried it. Everyone here can help. I'm down. Help me get advertisers. I could do more voices. Or we could just call people and like be like, yeah, Christopher Walken approves and prove it. Wow, hello. Say, say my name is Who am I talking Walken. to? My name is Christopher Walken. I'm the one doing the talking. I this Who is this? Oh, how about you donate all your money to Loitering in Wonderland? I'll come and break your goddamn kneecaps. I don't care. God. You're going to Italy. (laughs) That whole whole spiel from True Romance. Uh, That's racist, though. We're not getting sponsors. That's funny. Say hello to my little friend. No. 
Jake's already got four cokes. I didn't say anything. Oh, he said it. Cokes? You owe me a coke. Cocaine. Cokes. You owe me coke. No jokes. Coke is not a joke. How big of a baggie do you want? (laughs) (laughs) One gram. This ain't no horchata. (laughs) Horchata. I can't say Andy put up the good fight. (laughs) Andy Dufresne. That's a bingo. Andy put up the good fight. But they re- that the sisters got the best of it. You're so nice. <laughs> Borat. <laughs> I want to put Borat in. Tr- he is my tank. sister. He's not black. Uh, he's like talking about how his wife, wife was killed and I he didn't, didn't do know it. He's what like, that beautiful my wife. Saying, like, yes, but... my wife was killed and I don't feel like, I feel like I'm wrapped in a hurricane. My wife! Okay. It was decidedly inconvenient. Oh, I'm leaving. Oh, hot doggy. <laughs> Right, is how I'm innocent, I find it decidedly inconvenient. They dragged that river for days, and nary a gun was found. Nary a gun was found. <laughs> and that too, Mr. Dufresne, I find very inconvenient. Decidedly inconvenient. I'm done.